News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. It's 30 minutes after 7 o'clock on Newstalk Breakfast. The people of Limerick will have an opportunity to vote for the person they want to be the city's first directly elected mayor next June under plans approved by Cabinet yesterday. John Moran is the chair of Liveable Limerick. He's the expert witness on this legislation for the Joint Oireachtas Committee on Housing and Local Government. John Moran, good morning. Good morning and thanks for inviting me on to talk about this great news. It, it, it's it's uh, dipping into the past. 2019, we had a referendum on this. Cork and Waterford said no. Limerick said yes. It's taken a while to get to this point. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, this change has been a catalogue of false starts and sort of broken promises. But it really does look this week down here in, in Limerick that our time has come. I mean, not to mention the war now to you, but I mean, our hurling team coming up with a four in a row earlier this, <laughs> this week and, and 20,000 people gathering in Paris Square and then a day later, we get this uh, government's very welcome announcements, albeit long awaited, that they're going to, they're committing to an election uh, June of next year for this firstly directly elected mayor. Because this is really important um, reform for Limerick. So it gets not just the two pillars that everyone else has of local councillors and local government officials, but they get to get a mayor chosen by the people of Limerick for a five year term who will, of course, have a strong electoral mandate then to deliver a manifesto of change. So it's a really important uh, announcement yesterday, but it's not delivered yet. I think you know I love trains. So I suppose put it this way, the the directly elected mayor reform train, which is probably one of the slowest trains in the history of trains, left Limerick yesterday, driven by our own Karen O'Donnell. And we just have to make sure now that none of the blockers get to get to, get it stuck in Limerick Junction or someplace along the way. You know, it needs to reach Limerick now next year. God forbid it gets stuck in Tipperary. But if we if we were to look at the eventual powers of this individual, are they going to have any? I mean, what, what ultimately is this person, whoever they may be, going to be responsible for, John? Yeah, look, I think the, the, the idea, and it does, well, we obviously haven't seen the legislation yet, right? But And where the government has committed to publish it this, this, this week and, and the Joint Directors Committee that, that was mentioned itself recommended a, a much broader range of powers. And it does seem from the announcement yesterday that the, that the government is taking this seriously. It's not going to be a mayor with just ceremonial powers like what we currently have, but there'll be real executive powers. There's a reference to budget, which is, is very important, and, and, and definitely I picked up on that. Um, but the most important thing this mayor has is it's going to have the strong democratic mandate of being voted in with a manifesto by the majority of the people of Limerick. And so it will be able to function a lot like the type of mayors you see all across the world who've helped build some of the best cities in the world. And I mean, you know, that's badly needed. I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan of Limerick, as people know, but I moved back home here a couple of years ago for quality of life reasons. But the reality is that for decades, Limerick has underperformed its potential and left many communities behind. And, and indeed, even today, some of the best talent is still forced to leave for Dublin okay. or beyond. And, and this change brings a new governance that we need to actually, you know, do that. First time in you know, the, the theory years. Is the, in, the, the theory is a great theory, and, and it's it's obviously working in, in some cities across the water of the UK. City uh, can, the Mayor of London, obviously running into some problems there. And, and, and in fact, some of the issues he's facing at the moment over the ULES, which is the the, 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 the charges if you have a, a, a dirty engine as opposed to a, a clean electric one. I mean, it just shows you a directly elected mayor is just someone else to blame for something that people don't like? And and how do you prevent the Limerick directly elected mayor being run into the sand by sectoral interests? Yeah, well, look, I mean, 
but all politics is, is, is subject to the risk of, of being sort of, you know, used by secular interests. But, and that's why I think this, to me, has always been so different. I mean, we've been campaigning for this, not just at Liverpool Limerick, but we've had a wide range of people from the rubber bandits and Paul O'Connor and Stephen Kinsler, you know, saying this is what Limerick needs. And I think the key point for all of us has been that when you have an election, and, I, and in some ways I have reservations about the election being on the day of the, of the local elections and the European elections because it could be a very crowded agenda. But, but at the same time, it's better we move on, right? Um, the real point is that every one of the candidates are going to have to be examined. What's their vision for Limerick? Can they deliver? And so hard questions like the ones you mentioned, I mean, where it's easy for small minority sectoral interests to hold up the progress that, that you need become part of that debate. And when you get to the election, then the mayor has a strong mandate to deliver and say to some of these minority interests, I'm sorry, you know, Limerick needs to, to move on differently. And, and if you think about it, look, we're going to have some hard questions down here in, in Shannon's side, no more than, than down in Cork and in Dublin and others, because we, we've got a plan that was just announced two weeks ago to make okay. the Shannon Estuary Ireland's first carbon net zero region by 2035. And, and build all the homes that we need and, and create new green jobs. And they don't come without big and hard choices between... All right. Would you be interested yourself, John, in the job? Well, look, I mean, as I said to you, yes, I'm happy to have great health news, health news on the health phone this time, and I'm going to take a, a month off uh, to go and do it. So we'll, 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 we'll not be thinking about that before anything in, in, in September. But I think... Re- that doesn't sound I like a no to me, John Moran. Well, look, this is a great job, right? I mean, you know, um, in terms of what people are doing, uh, the power you could actually have to, to represent change and work okay. with communities right across the city. So I'm not going to say right. yes, I'm not going to say no, uh, but I do hope that out there are some great candidates because that's actually what's going to make this a right. really important thing is a, is a good, strong election with some great candidates. John Moran, Chair of Liverpool Limerick, thanks very much for joining us. Just going back on the history of this, Kira Cork, when they voted on the same day as the people of Limerick rejected it by a narrow margin of 983 votes. So Limerick gets a directly elected mayor. Cork, Waterford don't, and certainly Dublin. It's been talked about long enough there. I no just wonder what powers the they'll have, John. That's, like, we'll elect them, but then the city manager yeah, is still in place. And someone this, else to blame. That's yeah. all it is. Anyway, we shall yeah. see. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.